the Sebastian Jovinko Welcoming Parade in Woodbridge, Ontario. Get going, sir. Pizza! It's the Vocal Minority Podcast! Welcome to this week's very special Vocal Minority Podcast. We've been negotiating our contracts and looking at the makeup of our panel and realize that it's not just all about me. I graciously agree that everyone here is a DP. That's dynamic podcaster in layman's terms. Oh, thank God. Woo! Not the way I know it. <laughs> so we've gathered here to discuss the issues of the day. A super draft, yet another prodigal son returns home, and we double down on tiny strikers. And we'll probably talk about some guy that plays for Sunderland. But first, to today's panel. Coming to us via teletype, it's our atomic monkey, Duncan Fletcher. Shit in your eyes, shit in your eyes, shit in your eyes. Flinging shit everywhere, atomic style. <laughs> it burns! My eyes! It's radioactive. What the fuck is this? Joining us on Skype, it's our atomic dustbin, Mark Hinckley. Oh, this just in, green cells gray. Subtitle, sorry. Uh, here via tape delay, actually, is the atomic monkfish himself, it's Tony Walsh. Beefaroni! Hey, watch your mouth. <laughs> and here from the VMP Towers via Google Hangout, I am the Atomic Kitten and your host, Christy Knowles. just the most super of drafts. I still super. think it's shitty marketing. I feel like TFC clearly blew away the competition. No? I liked it. Yeah. Alright, so Toronto had three first round draft picks. Five picks overall. A little bit of a few surprises. A little chicanery before the draft itself with, uh, well, it's, it's a little Jay Joe? Chapman being, uh, sorry, Jay Stewart. No, Jay Chapman. Chapman. Yeah. Jay Stewart. Jay Chapman. Yeah. Mm. Shush. <laughs> um, but signed, you know, under the paperest, the thinnest papers of homegrown player, kind of like. Yeah, that did seem a bit dodgy, really, as to exactly how he qualified for that. But they yeah. got a nice hotel room. I'll take it. You yeah. got a nice photo of dimly him. lit, but still. Yeah, that was super sketch. It was brilliant. That was, like, that was Jay. Jay, wake up, Jay. Jay, what's going on? I'm pretty on? sure that camera was from an FBI bust the night before. <laughs> Eastern European style <laughs> signing technique. There was. A... He learned from Ukrainian grandmother. She was agent. Bezpachenko still hasn't actually given him the shirt. Yeah, no, <laughs> no. Look at the picture. He's holding it. Chapman's got a hand on it. Vanny's desperately reaching over just to get a bit of the sleeve. It's all Bez. I'm in this too. They only have one promo shirt. Yeah. <laughs> um, so there was that because he would have probably gone fairly high in the draft had he not been squirreled away by TFC. Oh, then, so, so the experts say. So the experts say. They were, they were so wrong. It seems. Mock drafts are... The mock chicken of mock drafts. Well, and our mock huh? Cristiano Ronaldo, you know, where did he fall in the draft? Way well, down. Well. Uh, but, Toronto first pick, kind of a surprise. I thought, anyway. Oh. With, uh, Mr. Bono. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, we need a defender, so of course, let's go get a keeper. They're the, the last line of defense. Yeah. My friend. Yeah. Yeah, I guess they're going with the whole just pick the best player available, never mind the position thing. Mm. That's well, maybe the, the theory, which 
is debatably a good one. Who knows? But Eventually, that's kind of what we said last week. Well, if there was, I mean, if they really felt that no one was on the board who was going to step right in, taking a generation Adidas guy is not so bad as, you know, they're stocking up some heavy salaries. Put him on the roster. That there's some There's some savings there. I do feel bad for Quillen Roberts, though. I do, too, but I do get the feeling that his future is not here. No. No, well, and then with that, it sort of clearly has to... Even, even before this, though, I kind of... Eh, the development. No, he was, he was doing fine with the Lone Sharks. and Yeah, I would have been happy to see exactly what he did over a full season with USL, but mm-hmm. apparently now this Bono guy is going to be going down to USL as well, so... Mm. Well, I mean, he's still two keepers. Team players fit, you know? two keepers for the USL, so... Well, yes, but only no, one you, of them can play at a time. No, no, true. But so what the I'm idea is, would have been Roberts getting I mean, all the starts and some, some random nobody behind him. Exactly. To, to think that Roberts actually had a career in Toronto, given the way the the roster has looked over the last two and a half years, three years, he was he was never going to be in Toronto. Like his his career had would have had to been kick started somewhere else, whether that's USL get loaned out or just released. He was never going to get... He, he, short of a disaster, he wasn't going to get any game time. No, but you know, give him a year, maybe even two years at USL. He proves he can do it. All right, you're now the bench guy instead of... Technically, though, he's now the veteran. There might be still a chance for that. <laughs> it's not 100% sure that he'll be gone. No, it's not. And there's not 100% sure that Bolton's going to... You know, Kanaka is going to stop terrorizing Bolton and come back. So me like no, <laughs> me, me like here. You know, eventually, right? Sometime yeah. around January thirty first, they're going to have to light some torches <laughs> and drive him out of town. I hear Kanaka already built house. Kanaka thought took you three loved trees, me. made house <laughs> right across the street in parking lot. <laughs> But yeah, so that would just surprise me a little bit. I, I know that they say, oh, he was the best player, and we couldn't have, didn't have a choice. I actually thought they were going to use him as trade bait. And then I admit I was vaguely disappointed when they didn't. Wow. Again, that could still happen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sure, there's still time. Moves to be made. Moving on to the next picks, please, for the love mm-hmm. of everything. Uh, Clement Simonin. Cinnamon. 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 Yeah. Cinnamon. That's how the French pronounce it. Yes, it is. Uh, and when his name was announced, everyone went... Huh? And I think everyone is still doing that, although a little research doesn't look terrible. Had some people had some nice things to say about him. Saw some the YouTube highlights reel for him was impressive. Oh, those are always good. Those are well, so much fun. Well, well chosen. Yeah. Well shot. Well, he's an interesting pick. I mean, when you have three picks, and if the draft isn't as well, thick as you hoped, yeah, I mean, you can take you can take a chance like that. He's flirted with the Seattle under twenty threes. We're told and. Apparently Seattle was very interested in grabbing so him again. So they had to take him. The only thing um, I read about him was that he was injured in his senior year, I think. Yeah. Correct me if I'm wrong, a hernia. And so he didn't play much in his senior year, which kind of had him fall off the radar. And some have said he's one of the, he was one of the more mature physically and mentally uh, defenders available, but who knows? It's all draft magic until you see them actually play for more than... Five months, seconds, yeah. yeah. Uh, let's see. I'll oh, continue on the defensive side. So Skylar Thomas. Yeah. Another hometown boy. In the vein of Becker and Welshman. Daniel Henry? Yeah. No. It's possible. Sure. Yeah, Why not? Well, exit. how old is he now? 
No uh, idea. 20, 21, 22. Mm-hmm. So probably older than Daniel Henry. Or? Yeah. So, <laughs> would Daniel Henry be the next Skylar Thomas? <laughs> mm, time. Daniel Henry the first? Skylar Thomas? Yeah. I don't know, you know, whenever it's a local guy, it just is like, oh, okay, that's why they got him. So, let's hope not. Let's hope. Exactly. Let's hope it wasn't just Homerism, although I'm sure there's a certain sect that is happy to see them have, you know, brought two new Canadians into the fold. Um, and then probably my favorite signing, just from a purely from a name standpoint, it's good old West Sharpie. Yep. Mm. You can write that one down. Yeah, yeah and underline it. Mm-hmm. And I think I'm pretty sure. Mark that noted. I'm pretty sure the signing's permanent. And sniff him till you get high. Am I right? Oh. <laughs> now to come to a finer point on this. Oh. Ooh. Well done. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Are you okay? Intrigued as to what the final point is. Uh, we're moving past the defenders <laughs> to the forward. The one of, mm. to Mr. Edwin Rivas. I will never forgive him. <laughs> he got in the way of them drafting K Banjo. <sighs> the next pick was K Banjo. That doesn't mean that Toronto would have taken him. Well, they should have. Yeah, they they could have. No. no, that's how it works. And they chose not to. That's how it works. Mm. Everything is preordained. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, you've got number three, you have to take this guy. You've got number 38, you get the banjo. It's Rivas's fault. Yeah. Alright, alright. But sort of, like, again, the, the, we said this before, the draft is wasn't going to be that exciting. There's a handful of good guys or people that were actually players people were actually interested in had been bandied about names you'd actually recognize we got one of them in uh in bono and the rest projects usl side i don't keep calling this the usl draft which yeah the usl pro yeah and fair enough where else would they start yeah i don't expect any of these guys to walk into regardless of hyperbole from fez and vanny oh no we think they're oh, strong Strong draft, but I expect to see them yeah. up in Vaughn mm-hmm. when we all make the trip up to yeah. Vaughn. We'll see the Bolton Vaughners, yes. Uh, funny enough, out of all of them, Clement Simonini is the one I'm most Actually, curious about. Yeah, me too. Yeah, because who knows? I, I like those kind of odd ones that probably turn out to be nothing, but... You never know. It's uh, the, Under the radar is kind of nice sometimes. and He's got some great headline potential. Absolutely. And, and does, just from the position he plays and from what we know of him... Fits a need for the team going forward. So Simone Bon, left-footed centre back. Yeah, yeah. Huh? they're rare. Simone Le Bon. <laughs> That's such a reflex. Uh, um, all right, but the draft again. Draft is always kind of boring. Yeah. Um, I do you think there was a different direction they should have gone? Like I was a little worried when. They went for the Bono guy, but they brought in some other defensive players, and hopefully we're signing some defensive players that can actually play now. But no, nah, if if they were looking to fix their defensive woes through the super draft, would that would been, be alarming. Uh, very alarming. So, but that was my fear because they sort of talked that way earlier on and before. But you the forget draft how stupid they are. <laughs> I try really hard to. You're forget missing that. the important part of their intelligence <laughs> and its absence. You're overestimating their abilities and. Um, I need to talk about Plus, they this. like to talk to us like we're, you know. Five. Yeah. Dumb. But no trades, as you noted. Yeah. Yeah, very sad. Mm. Like, pretty much every single previous. There's been something dramatic. Version of TFC's management has like, done some kind of drafting at the. Tr- at the uh, some kind of trading at the draft. This is uh, very disappointing. 
a little weird. It was a quiet draft all around. Yes. So, hello. It's over. It's done. The uh, other rounds are tomorrow. No. Through the magic of conference exactly. call. Exactly. Future past. It's yes. yesterday. Yesterday. To you, dear listener. Mm. Well, maybe oh. two days ago. Who knows? I wonder how the first O'Neill Henry feels about this. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, now we know sort of where uh, some of the future lies, and let's move on. So it is finally over. The who, where, why, and how of it all is over and done with. This tale of the sad or petulant, you decide, Englishman, returning home. And the lost his way, Reed lost his touch. Yet besties with the soon-to-be Captain American coming back to MLS. Um, so yeah, the tale of uh, Defoe and Altador. Half done. You know, the blame game and the tale-telling isn't going to end anytime soon. I, I await Defoe's tell-all book about his time in Toronto. It's mostly a list of women's names. <laughs> well, shh. You can pad it out with some pictures mm. from Yorkville. Oh, yeah, there's and... like oh, eight there's pictures of photos. Yeah. <laughs> it's got on two phones, yeah. so. <laughs> you buy the book, actually. It's, it's uh, sandwiched between two Bibles. <laughs> so, <laughs> as, uh, as more details have been released since, since Josie was signed, uh, it looks kind of like... TFC got monetary value for this. Again, it's going to change tomorrow. I know that. But this the last two days version of it is that they didn't as grossly overpay for Altador as we originally thought. Isn't well, that right? No, I, I think it's a straight slope. Then there's some bonuses that might get paid if depending on how things work out. Plus, we get two friendlies. With Sunderland. Because friendlies with Sunderland will really be a huge moneymaker. Guess who won't be at that friendly? All of us. Jermaine Defoe. Because <laughs> he'll be hurt. He has to go see his doctor. Uh-huh. I'll be able to travel. And yeah. it's like, oh, well, we'll be making money from these free friendlies. Well, we all know they were going to do a friendly anyway. And yes, they won't have to pay for this one, so they'll save a bit of money. But because it's championship side Sunderland... <laughs> <laughs> They're gonna be losing a shitload of money when it comes to tickets and merchandise and we can be sold and everything like that. So yeah, I don't see well, the friendlies as so, oh that'll be marketed to the families thing. though because just think of all the plush cats they can sell. Mm. Mm. Logie boxes have no time for the championship. <laughs> no. no, they're using some kind of like 17th century fur trader bartering system to value these things. Well, it just it does. It changes every day. Yeah, you've got the, the estimated value of Altador and then the the value of, yes, those friendlies with a mm. side that, you know, managed to grab relegation from the clutches of survival. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, the value in, say, British Airways flights. Good point. Resale value in homes. Good point. Yeah. <laughs> Drake meetings, those aren't... You know, oh, wow, uh, yeah. He's, yeah. His rider really, is, uh, like, tubs, ridiculous. Tubs right? of Laura Mercier. Yeah, like, yeah. come on. Industrial... That custard, you know, mm. importing all the custard. The, the cell phone bills they want. Oh, two of them. Ridiculous. Yeah. 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 Uh-huh. Diamond encrusted watches. Not miss black anything. diamonds. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. You got to get the diamonds and then get your Sharpie out and color them black. It's a good thing we drafted one. <laughs> that will be helpful. <laughs> yeah. Has it has it been formally like confirmed how much he's getting paid? 
Is it still? Alter- no, yeah, no. Alter- not until yeah, the union no, list comes out. But rumors are that it's, 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 come it's down quite less from than the, the Okay, yeah. then I'm all right with this. It, it was originally like six years, six million for five years. Yeah. Now it's yeah. Yeah, maybe a bit less, probably around about five. Or, oh, it's, it starts with a four. But, I, it, but it is. But, 4.97. You know? Yeah, there'll be bonuses and that sort of thing. I don't mind the bonus structure. It is the idea generally agreed that it's less than what Defoe was making. Probably, yes. Yes. You would hope so. It would be. Well, you would hope so. Although, again, some would argue, well, why? Why isn't he worth all of the money that they want to throw at him? In the words of Jermaine Defoe, hashtag goals. Well, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Oh, but not scoring in the Premier League, that's that's not an indicator of... Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. Hey, 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 what he did hey, in Tony, the hey, Tony, you're a Ford, right? What do you think is the primary metric used to determine your success? Tracking back. Wrong. <laughs> oh, Sorry. This Hold is a play involving my teammates and, and building moves up? Wrong. Oh. Christian, would you like to have a go at this? Crossing the ball into the box for the my teammates? The correct answer is goals. Oh. Huh. What? I, I, that was my Are fifth guess. Are you sure? I'm pretty certain because okay. that's like their whole thing. Like, uh, I don't know. I, I kind of, I realize that his stats indicate that he's had a measure of success. Yes. Playing in the Big Fish Small Pond Erie Divisie. Can do that. I mean, uh, um, oh, uh, Cooverman's Coover, made his entire career off of two killer seasons with Sparta Rotterdam, a very small club with a shit badge. Just a super shit badge. <laughs> but he he lit he lit the charts up, and that got him a nice big contract to go to PSV, where he was touted as the next big Dutch striker, which did not materialize. Which is why we got him at a cut rate. He was pretty big. <laughs> yeah, he is. He's, he's pretty massive. But at the same time, like, scoring 30 goals or 28 goals or 26 goals in the Eredivisie, though super impressive, is not the same as scoring 20 goals anywhere else. That being said, a healthy Kuvermans yeah. here in his brief oh. a brief flash of health in Toronto was, oh, that was that doing was, quite well. That was chilling. He was... And they are similar, and they are similar style of striker. They are. And I, you know what? I You know, as much as I'm going to rag on this for a while, because I am, because the season hasn't started and... I just am. That's who I am. And um, it's Toronto, and it's another. They they can say it's a well thought out. We're not putting one player above the rest. Story all they want. Give me a break. Um, but I do like to see someone who at least in his first press conference looked like he wanted to be there. Seems motivated. Does have as much as it bothers me his best friend or whatever on the team. You want them to be familiar. You want them to like one another so that they will you know pass the ball. Um, so I hope he does well. I hope he does refine his form and he's got a lot to prove being where he is in his career. If he wants to go on with the U S national team, no matter, did he say that Klinsman said it was okay for him to, he was fine with him coming to MLS right after I read Klinsman saying, no, I really told him to stay in Europe because Klinsman hates MLS. But you know, I, I think there is. If I try to be objective, which again not my strong suit, there is a possibility for a good thing from this. And I'm not I'm not against for a guy coming here and having a redemption. Like like Kuvermans was on what, one and a half million? I would have I would have taken that chance every single time, even knowing the outcome, I still would have taken the chance. Absolutely. A guy with a pedigree, with a background, even training with PSV, you're gonna get the rub of how to score goals, even if you can't get on the pitch. So He's got. He's shown that he can deliver a, one hell of a season. I'm okay with. I'm okay with 
a, a significant monetary outlay for that redemption, that, that attempt at a redemption. If it's $4 million, that is a bit much. Mm. If it's two, yeah, why not? Two and load it with with bonuses. You break 20, we'll double your salary. I'll tell you, you know, for, if, you, if, if, if $4 million can get you 20 goals, take it. Absolutely take it. But also, $4 million can only get you three. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you know, at, at the end of the season or, or at the end of whatever, his duration here, the only way we're going to be talking about how much money he's making is if he fails. Right. True. It's, it's not going to be an issue if he becomes what we haven't ever really had, other than brief flashes. Flashes yeah. is a consistent striker. Mm-hmm. Now, is it Eredivisie one where he was scoring for fun or Premiership struggler? I think I would guess in 2015 somewhere in the middle. Yeah. Yeah. Like, there are a lot of people who have failed in the Premier League. Yeah. That. Being able to do just fine Elsewhere. in MLS. Yeah. Yeah. There's yeah. guys in the Premier League levels. currently who come in and after scoring tons of goals in other quality leagues and failed to do so. Mm. I just I'm just worried about paying like effectively a, having him getting paid a hero's ransom for failing. Mm. That's all. Mm. If he was if he was making I think I, I think I read that he was reportedly making somewhere like two and a quarter two and a half million US on his on his. Sunderland. Last yeah. contract with Sunderland. Um, if he was making that to come here, yeah, that's 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 okay. I'll take a chance on that. But if he's actually going to end up with a raise, how? Well, I think how is that? He's being paid on potential. Yeah, the, no, but, but at the same gonna... time, at the same time though, like, where else was he going to go to get a raise other than MLS? Right, but you're always going to have to pay a raise to get them to come yeah. from. Europe to MLS. Yeah. I don't think we needed to give him anywhere near that much. Of no, a but raise. this is what I mean, though. Like, but, like would he but, have would he have taken a million dollars from somewhere else to stay there? I mean, if if the modern if the modern professional athlete is of any indication, if you can get paid an extra million dollars and all you got to do is cross an ocean, you do it. It's a million bucks, like for the exact same thing. So if if he was going to get a contract, say. Say he stayed with Sunderland and there's something in his clause where they get demoted and he's only going to make a million. Two million still looks really awesome, you know. And he and he would get he would get actual game time. I'm just saying from, I'm I'm am just afraid that he's getting a raise for, effectively a lackluster last two or three years. That's all. That's that's my that's my biggest concern. All right, well, I have two questions left for. Well, I have more than that, but. Um, how many goals does he need to score this year to feel like this is an okay deal for you? I think for, I'm guessing, to keep the boo birds at bay, I think 12 to 15 is probably going to be acceptable. Above that will be considered, I think, fairly successful. Under that is going to get a lot of snark out towards Altador. Okay. Done? Yeah, I agree more or less that I was thinking, you know, maybe around about 10, and that'd be okay. I mean, I think there's a lot of things that he'll be able to do uh, to help the team, really. I think you know, he's be quite good at just holding up the ball or just his movements, uh, just you know, drifting out to the wings. Is he going to drag centre-backs? I think he'll help the other attacking players by just being somebody that the defence has to take notice of if you can do all that and then you know, chip in 10 goals all right he's 
you know, okay. I mean, I don't think he's really going to do anything that's going to make me think, yes, that was absolutely value for money. But, you know, if you can get, like, 10, let's say 10 to 15, I'll be, eh, that's all right. More than that. Given, you know, the other things that he brings, okay. Then that'll be all right. When, when, when I was coming up with my estimate, it was based on the the original rumored projection that he was going to be making a th- around the around the vicinity of what Defoe was making, which staggered the hell out of me. Um, so I, I based on based on that valuation, I put down twenty. Now, if it is much less, like okay, if he if he gets if he gets into the low teens, I'll be happy. I would I would genuinely be happy. Teams starved for goals. They're starved for they're starved for a single source to produce. The glut of them, um, even if it's a stepping stone, I'd take thirteen and say, "Yeah, this is, we're doing good." I'm kind of more aware Duncan is. I, Ten was my immediate first thought. If you get if you get into double digits, mm. I will be like, "Okay, I'm not going to be overjoyed. I'm not going to celebrate him as the next star of the team." But double digits is at least uh, all right. There was a reason for the investment. There was a reason that we brought him back. Um, that that's something to build on. Uh, you hope that, again, first year back in a new league, where regardless of the fact that he's played here before, it's been a while since he's been here. And yes, mm-hmm. MLS changes rapidly, um, even if we all think it stays the same. It does. The style of play is, is, is different, and he's not used to it anymore. So um, I'll be okay with 10 goals. I would like to see it more middle teens to make it sort of like, all right, I'm good with this. I'll stop bitching about it, basically. I think it's... it's um... But it's so subjective. Easy for us to think about this year as the year he has to prove. What I'd like to see, really, oh, is two, that is that years. kind of low to mid teens over constantly over th- th- two or three years, like you say. That yeah. would be massive. Yeah. Because that's what we have not had. We have had no one to count on going into the next season from one season to the next. And that's what part of all of this. That's sort of where I pause with everything that's happening with the recent signings and and again what they're saying. So as much as you can trust. <laughs> Sorry, I almost said that without the laughter. Mm-hmm. Uh, as much as you can trust anything that comes from uh, MLSE, TFC, whoever is in charge on any given day, um, they are looking at bringing. They they have brought in younger players. Um, they have put it together as this is well. If someone actually threw out Bez threw out five year plan again. I just wanted to like shoot myself. Um, <laughs> it's the gift that never stops giving, <laughs> baby. But. Yeah, like you want to look at Altidore not just this year. You want to look at him two years down the road, three years down the road. So four-year contract, five-year contract? I think it was five, wasn't it? Yeah. But, see, I mean, if he's got like 70 goals at the end of five years, yeah. I'm not going to complain too much, yeah. Well, I mean, they're, the average age, throwing in Jovinko, who we'll talk about later, the average age of their DPs now is just under 27 years old. Exactly. That's not too bad. It's no. hard to... If the quality stays and the yeah. and they mm-hmm. can perform well together, then yeah, of course there's a whole bunch of variables. Of that course, can change but over as a starting time, point, that's not too ter- terrible. Yeah. Is this the best deal that TFC could have made? Um, it's I think in the if you look at the world of football, you'd say no. You say the best deal they could have made would to be to go get a money pure money deal, and there was suggestions that they could have got more straight up money from yeah. another club. And then invest in very proven strikers, or even reinvest in four established MLS players who right. aren't DPs mm-hmm. of multiple positions. You could have got a couple of strikers and a defender and a midfield, blah blah blah. However, that being said, I don't think it's quite as black and white. They needed a win, PR wise. They had to. They couldn't go into 2015 
without a striker that the fans could hang their hat on, right or wrong, whether it works or not. But Altador, whatever you think of his last few years, he has a name. is a name in yeah. North America. And TFC probably would have had to wait until July to pick up a striker of name, of pedigree. I don't think they could have gone into the season like that. It would have been very difficult for them as a yeah. as a club. So the deal as a whole being wrapped up in a nice box with a bow for them without having to do too much work going out and finding that person. Here's your ready-made replacement in air quotes. Uh, I think for them it was probably the best deal they could have got. Yeah, as far as just straight cash deal for Defoe goes, I think they probably had options for that that were probably worth more than Altidore, but yet they didn't want to do that. Because they would have got, you know, everyone knows he's desperate to leave and, you know, this would have been a a buyer's market for Defoe. Maybe they've got like five or six million dollars. And everyone was just going to think, huh, so a year ago you paid like 10 million for him. In August you turned down in 11 and now you're getting five. Huh. And that would not look good. Whereas now we can just be saying, hey, well, you know, we swapped him for Altidore. And, you know, there's value there. And we can blur things so that it doesn't seem as straight up, oh, you lost a shitload of money on this, didn't you? Um, so, yeah, I think they probably could have got a better deal. But, uh this deal is maybe the one that sort of looks best. Sort of satisfies a lot of both PR, player, financial. Like yeah. it, it, it hits a lot of needs or requirements well, they, yeah. for, for, good, for good promotion, but also perhaps for the betterment of the team on more than one level. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I think Altidore is probably going to be a good player. I mean, yeah. you look at like the, the market of world football, Altidore is not worth anywhere near what Defoe is. So mm-hmm. you look at it in that sense, we got kind of hosed. It was about what I was expecting, but, you know, it didn't look good. But as far as, you know, how are they going to help like TFC within MLS like this season and for the next few seasons, you know, you could make the argument, you know, quite plausibly that, Altidore and Defoe will be at the same level, or maybe we're better off with Altidore. I mean, it kind of depends how you look at it, really. I just want to see what the what the dollars look like. Um, it's it's hard. I, I'm having a hard time trying to rationalize. Like like, don't get me wrong. Like Dunk, what you what you just said makes uh, makes a lot of, makes a lot of sense. But to me, it's it's still you know the the prediction of value and, and what he could be worth and what he is actually worth. And to me, it's like, I just want to know what they're paying him. And as long as it's within reason, like, I don't, I don't mind him getting a bit of a raise, but the last thing I want to find out is that he's making four and a half million when I'm sure we could approach somebody else from MLS or even Mexico <laughs> for that kind of money. Like, just like, why, Cubo Torres why don't we get, yeah, exactly. Why don't we just go and get Cubo Torres <laughs> As as I so brilliantly called for, mm-hmm. um, go give him three million dollars. He was making a million, million and a half, and at at, uh, at Chivas, let's let's give him three. Come play for us, three million. You can team up with Gilberto and destroy everything. I love it. But, yeah, but it's it's the unknown quantity and and the high amount that you're outputting for the unknown quantity always makes me nervous. I'd rather have the guarantee. So. <sighs> Could they have done a better deal? I don't know. I think getting rid of Defoe, I think they they did as good as they could. What they got in return will be left to be to, 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 they left got, to be determined. They got fortunate in that public sentiment. 
had widely gone against Defoe. Absolutely. No one was, you know, mourning his departure. So there wasn't too much they could really screw up in the fact is that, that he fortunate or is that something that fortunate they've for kind them. of pushed themselves? Well, possibly. I, like I think that's that more than happened, possibly. I think, uh, I think, I think it, it lies somewhere in the middle. I don't think... I, I'll use myself just as an example. I don't feel that my opinion was moved whatsoever by any words that come out of TFC's front office. And that's, mm-hmm. that's a player who came from the club I supported you know, all my life and was very excited that he came here, blah, blah, blah. And I... My impression of him as a player has dropped further than me- possibly any other player in all my years of watching football. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So good. Ah, oh, well. <laughs> Second. <laughs> Second most. Nice. Good. Very good. <laughs> he's no no. He's no Judas. That's that that's silly talk. When people were calling him Judas, <laughs> that's it. He didn't. Uh, he didn't. He didn't betray. Betray us. No. no. That that really bothers me. That... He was just an asshole. but uh as far as the money goes i I don't know maybe i'm loose maybe i'm loose with other people's cash but i don't really care much (laughs) i don't care much about what is paid over this over the salary cap considering the dp it's gonna be your cash where where do you think mlc is getting their cash they're gonna do but that they're gonna do that to me anyway as soon as they make the playoffs it doesn't matter if we had a shit team with a bunch of plumbers or this like shiny all-star team they're gonna do the same thing to us no matter what so i might as well have a bit of fun watching it my only concern is is the whole instead of if we're gonna give six like if we're gonna give that kind of money to somebody we don't know get some let's go get somebody we do know like let's fair enough but like they like, were gonna do the like, hard one. Wondolowski should have been a DP at, immediately after he bagged thirty goals. I know he hasn't been nearly as flying high as he as he uh, since that season, but I'd have given him a million. I'll give him a million for him to score twelve. Sure, why not? It, it's a massive raise for the guy. I say TFC management would have a harder time swinging a deal in MLS for one of the proven strikers than they did going and getting a guy like Altador. Maybe. Yes. It's easy just to buy someone rather yeah. than have to be trading something and or giving pieces up. pieces and right. and, and, the, and the relationships. What's, yeah, and the yeah. relationships that go along with that and yeah. blah, blah, blah. And go through yes. the league. It's easier just to go yeah. outside, throw sure. a bunch of cash at something. Yeah. And, it's, they yeah. like the easy yeah. answer. All right. it's, yeah. it's rarely the right one. Well, speaking of Josie, since we've been talking about him for the last, you know, two hours, um... His signing announcement, very much one talked about through the announcement, seemed in the, in the lead up, through the very short presser that it was, um, very much the anti-Defoe. Uh, almost no hype, a little bit of hype. Again, kind of unnecessary probably to have the big setup at the ACC, but it's uh, TFC and they do love their ceremonies. Their major um, announcements. Their major announcements. Mm. But... I, for me, other than the fact that it was quite short and no one had any questions, mm-hmm. it was like three questions like, wait, what? Yeah. Done. No other questions, we're done? Okay. I, oh, okay. One question about his time in Denmark and out. Let's like <laughs> go to real sports, guys. It was really funny. But so much of the um, the intro part with, uh, with Bez and Vanny was very much falling over themselves to yeah. not Defoe. Not Defoe, guys. It's a completely different situation. This player wants to be here. How was that bus? Um, like it was just you could you could see them backpedal. It was it was it was almost humorous in in how much they were trying to like convince us and convince themselves. It seems. Um, yes, has, Mr. Mark Hinckley. Has anybody checked to see if he has any doctors in England he prefers? 
think he's from Boca Raton. That's just, a, I'm just hey, saying. That's only just three and a half hours. Just away. saying. He's probably made connections with some really nice doctors while he was at Sunderland or with AZ Alkmaar, maybe in Hull, perhaps. I think they just use vets up there. <laughs> All right. So, like, am I the only one that sort of had that impression? I can't be. Oh no, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, it was weird. Whenever they were explicitly talking about Defoe the last like week or so, they've been talking about him. Oh, he's great. He's been. He was nothing but so respectful. And he was a great Thank guy you to be. For what you he's did. really put us on the map over there, and blah blah blah. And then yeah, there's like little comments here or there about yeah, Altidore really wants to be here, and I, yeah, there's little things like that that uh, don't quite tally come together. Yeah, yes. yeah, it's a it's a bit juvenile, a bit unprofessional, and, and but. At the, you know, I think there's a great need for for the club, and and I think from the fans, from a certain to a certain extent, to have that connection with the guy that never existed with Defoe. I think there was, you know, when Defoe was introduced, there was a want to love him sure. from fans, Absolutely. from fans who had no Guilty. previous connection with yeah. him. There was a, you wanted to love this guy, and all they kind of got in return was a pretty aloof character. It's just not him, and that's fine. Yeah, You're, not every player is supposed to be this lovable, you know, friend of the fans who's gonna go around shaking hands. It's not his job. Yeah, but I think there's there's probably this desire to have that connection with your guy, and him being the smiling, you know, happy, showing a desire to be here, however long that lasts or whatever. It's it's probably what you know. For them, it's a great coup, you know. Sure. Because it does. They they're trying to cleanse the palate. I think of. of well, the, and they have to, and they're and they're doing a lot to sort of, you know, erase the sins of the past of of last year's nightmare um, on many levels. One other thing that sort of came out of that press conference was the statement that they really wanted their their DPS to be connected to one another, mm -hmm. and I get that they mean that in a good working relationship, know one another, like one another. I was sort of wondering, how would that see them be connected to one another on the pitch? I'm going with a sort of telepathic thing. I, if you figure the Magneto and Wolverine <laughs> in that, that X-Men movie, basically it's a Bradley thinks things and he just forces Altidore <laughs> to, to move wherever he wants to. Altidore's got no control over his own body. And basically Michael Bradley, he can do this with the whole team actually. You know, or just any pick any player can do it with the whole team. One person, it's like a video game, he's controlling everyone in his mind. That way, everyone is exactly on the same page. Perfect. I, I thought more of a an actual physical bond. I was thinking uh, kindergarten rope, field trip rope style. Oh, nice. I'm on to but a rope made, made of braided American $1,000 bills. <laughs> I don't know if there is a $1,000. Bloom, get away from the rope! <laughs> <laughs> Mark? But the baby needs milk. You've just got a contract, Mark. <laughs> There's probably a lot of leftover red thread around yeah. the club. Right? Mm, true. <laughs> oh, that would have been the funniest oh, answer, Duncan. Oh my god, why did no one think of that? Oh my god. I hate you both so very, very, very much. Well, ultimately, we're still guessing at what you thought, what you put. So. Yeah. Um, what's I, yours? Um, I put down, uh, I think Bluetooth technology would be fine. Uh, <laughs> look, it seems to do the trick when I'm driving, so... You are now connected to M. Bradley. <laughs> <laughs> what you, pairing two devices, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what did you have, Kristen? Hmm, what did I have? I had leftover red threads. Hey! Oh, I know! Yeah. Cannot find Gilberto. Let's <laughs> go, <laughs> <Aww>. like, flubber. <laughs> flubber. I was going to say Velcro it, it for when they start hating one another, but mm. red threads, far more appropriate. Mm. Terry tassels. 
Yeah, <laughs> leftover terry leftover tassels. tassels. <laughs> well, then what are we going to hang up on the wall of honor if we can use it on the pitch? That's right. <laughs> um, so one last thing sort of about the whole Altador michael Bradley connection, and we talked about this a little bit last week, is Michael Bradley's growing influence, it mm. seems, on the makeup and direction of the team. Uh, and there was a lot made of it this week. He's apparently restructured his deal in order for Altador to come here. We have no idea what that means. No so one that's just giving. selfless. <laughs> well, oh, captain, my captain. Exactly. So he's not the captain, captain. People, people saying that now. Well, mm. clearly, you know, Caldwell will pass it over to him. Why should Caldwell do that? Screw you. He's the captain. He doesn't have to do anything. Um, but again, like I, it's a lot of influence for one player. Mm. Um, is this? Again, I ask, is this too much influence, or should I just, like, you know, cool my jets? I think it depends on exactly what it is he's doing, and if he's you know, having a lot of input into exactly what the decisions are, then that's a bit worrying. If he's just, like, the new Drake... Or, like, or, hey, the new, or we, Ryan Nelson Light using yeah, his contacts? We, we want to get Altidore. Go and persuade Altidore. You know, that's a useful thing for him to do. But, yeah, if he's Soccer having drink. real input into... Uh, exactly who it is we're signing and that sort of thing which I think he probably is then that is a little disturbing right Michael Bradley's rap album's gotta be way better than than mm -hmm. Deuce anything is way better than that my rap album would be better than that I, 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 would, <laughs> I, I don't have to down. agree with that um yeah I agree with Duncan it all depends on the order of his influence is it Michael Bradley identifies target club go get target or is it club has identified target Michael Bradley care to help Right. That, that's a good thing, a positive thing. His, um, his increasing uh, involvement and influence over the front office is... It, it's never a good thing when one player has that much because it just breeds discontent among those. You're never going to have a whole club that are your allies. No, of course no, no not. Captain. But... And it's, you know, he's got... His personality is... It's brash. It's blunt. It's... Has it comes off sometimes? As, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> fans. Um, it comes off as, but it can come off as self-serving a little bit, right? Even though, it, but at the same time, um, I will say this about him: he's now whatever his reasons for it, whether it's to be self-serving, he is has a desire to make this project work. Absolutely. And for this club, even if it's his club. He wants his club to be a winner. And I mean, that doesn't necessarily his influence is going to be correct. There's a reason you pay for people to scout and find targets. It's not his job. But I do admire him living in the, in the city all year long. Oh, yeah. And really like, they're embracing still here. The his club. daughter was born here. And... I mean, I do get the feeling he wants this to be his club and for his club and to be good. I appreciate that. And that's, I mean, you know, we, we we've, 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 we've had dozens of guys who couldn't give a shit when their boot yeah. crossed the white line after the 90th minute. You know, we've, we've had tons of those at TFC. So, uh, I don't know. It, it, it's it's, I, it's dangerous when there's too much influence, but to have a guy who actually cares is, is, is a good thing. I appreciate his passion. I do. I absolutely do. And and I like the fact, as you said, that he stays in the city, that he's, you know, they, they're staying here year-round. He's gone, gone back to the States. They're living wherever they live in the burbs and... Um, has some sort of eye to wanting to do good things. And yes, if that means he's calling some of his friends and saying, hey, come to Toronto, come to Toronto, then that's okay. But it's just, maybe I'm just uncomfortable with so much focus being on one player who is, A, currently not the captain, although I don't know if that would make a difference. But I just think it's, 
they talk so much about it again about it being a team now. We're not focusing on one guy. And I'm like, then why is all the focus on mm. one guy? Like mm. it's all about Michael Bradley these days, regardless of who they sign. It all loops back to Michael Bradley. We signed the Italian Pony. Sorry, Tomic Ant. I like calling him the Italian Pony. Why? Are Italian ponies particularly small? Is yes, that, that's, yeah. that's, that's why. He's not an Italian stallion. Oh, I thought it was a genuine thing. Oh, oh no, 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 no. Ow. But you know, everyone's talking about the fact that you know, like he, Bradley speaks Italian, so always oh, going to be able to communicate with him. And... Monotonely. <laughs> exactly. Hey, doesn't use his hands or anything. Fans, mabafungula. Pizza. Que cosa? Bippity boppity. So I just, for me, I guess that's just always my concern when so much is being heaped on and built up around this one person. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, and mm -hmm. then there's the also the background little concern for me with the TFC being U.S. Men's National Team Northern Training Camp, which in a league like MLS you can't avoid, um, I guess to a certain degree because we have no. I mean, you know, maybe if you know management, you know, obviously you know Bradley seems to be very much okay with Bezbachenko and Vanny and everything, and if everything is kind of flowing down from. You know, management into Bradley and then some of the other players as well. If everyone is actually on the same plan, you know, it may or may not be the best plan, but it's still probably better than having, you know, a whole bunch of different groups going in different directions at the same time. So maybe that'll be another positive thing. As much as we'd love it to be a Canadian club, I mean, you know, we've all, kind, we've all kind of said we don't, we want the best players. Yes. If all things being equal, two players, same money, everything... One Canadian, one American. Sure, you'd love the Canadian yes. over every time. But in this league, I think if you're going to land on one side of like being disconnected from the U.S. men's team or part of that program, it's probably better to be in the conversation with those players because they're going to be, you know, the way this league is going, it looks like it's going to be populated by the best players in the U.S. men's team. It would be the long-term plan. So you, you may as well be on that boat rather than trying to swim against it indeed i guess mm -hmm. i i kind of um i kind of took the whole influence thing strictly at face value because um so very much of what this club does makes so little sense eight managers in eight years give dp money to the guy who doesn't deserve it it's not the guy who does the team is terrible so let's keep increasing ticket prices adding quote let's consult our star midfielder who he'd like to be playing with, end quote, to the list of absurdities. Why not? Why not? Nothing mm -hmm. is conventional about this. If we refer to one player on our team as to who you'd like to see... <sighs> yep. That's us. <laughs> why try harder? Why, why? It's not even why try harder. Why deviate from the course that's nowhere near on course? Still bit about going. the whole D-roll thing, though. Yeah. Well, no, but like it's it's. He'll it's, be back. Yeah, <laughs> you'll see. Form. No, I, I, bitter. Well, it's 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 just to me. I, I look at the obvious correct answer was in front of you all along on so many of these, and they just kept. Let's mm -hmm. keep screwing it up. Let's look for it's a like, new toy. I we haven't made one. the playoffs yet. Fifteen percent increases for everyone. What? What? We want stability. You're fired. Huh? Five-year plan. 
What five-year plan? Was the five-year plan to have five new managers? <laughs> Congratulations, you're exceeding. Raises for everyone. Like, it's just... What's one more stupidity <laughs> to the pile? That's Sure, why not? I'd love it if that much actually yeah. was in the five-year plan. We followed our five-year plan to, to the word. Yeah, you assholes. <laughs> so we didn't sign a dog. Big deal. You can't hold that against us. We went through all the coaches. We actually changed the plan in year four and year five. That's the five-year plan. It's written here. You. <laughs> <laughs> Ingrates. <laughs> <laughs>
All right, but this week's winner was from one of our frequent contributors, Mr. Will at Big Willie Style on the Twitters. TFC should get more than they did for Jermaine Defoe's <laughs> transfer window. <laughs> if you know Will, you know that's actually almost positive. You can hear the <laughs> grinning through his teeth. And... It's good. I like it. All right. Uh, so speaking of Mark Bloom, this week's bitchy blank is, after signing a new contract, he's no longer poor Mark Bloom. His new nickname should be Blank. Yeah. So please, send yeah. us your uh, responses on the Twitters at either at Vocal Minority CA or any of our individual Twitters or in the comments on the website when the mood strikes. TFC News today, yesterday, day before, um, two days ago, whichever. At the time of recording. At the time this of recording, <laughs> the Atomic Ant is here. Well, he's not actually here. He's he's still <laughs> off in Italy. However, he's here there, in Skype form. <laughs> there was a spectacular press conference that was far and away more interesting and much Absolutely. longer than Josie's press conference. Sorry, Josie. This guy's Italian. Mm-hmm. It's a big deal. Pizza. I thought it was too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, out the door now? What? Um, Giuseppe. Giuseppe Altadore. Altadore. Great. Now we just came up with a chant. You're welcome. Oh, there we go. That would work. Shit, that's actually going to work. I mean, but the best part is the new guy's not going to get anything to say. <laughs> yeah, <exactly. laughs> um, so yeah, so the press conference was kind of funny. There was, you know, three three mics, and at first we were like, three mics. Fez, Vanny, translator? Did they, did, did, they, did, they, did they fly him in after he played yesterday? Uh, no, it was the chief commercial officer for MLSE. Hoppy to his friends. That's who everybody wants to hear from. Absolutely. Always. I was enthralled whenever he uh, chose to, to speak. And hey chums, it's me, Hoppy. <laughs> buy some tickets. Have you bought your tickets yet? Did you know that we just sold a thousand tickets? You should buy some tickets. If you bought your tickets early, you can hang out with me up at the KTG. <laughs> Hoppy, oh. We have a nine o'clock tea time, you know. Hoppy, you are the end. <laughs> Hoppy, stop. Um... But yeah, that part was a bit, it was a bit much. Uh, but again, it's a TFC, MLSE press conference of any kind. So as they are falling over themselves um, in excitement, I thought Bez was going to like vibrate off his chair. He was so excited mm. at one point in time. Ooh, the buzz, oh. the buzz bachinko. <laughs> hey, Move over to Joe Buznick. Yeah, like, Joe got the naming rights to that. Come on. Um he was like so thankful to MLSE for letting them do this. Oh, like it was, it was a little weird. Um, he's not usually quite that uh, effusive. Hashtag uh, Bezbachubby. <laughs> yes, actually. <laughs> um, but yeah, it just it seemed a little. It was over the top in a different way. Um, but after they got done assuring us that he really wants to be here, mm. we, like. It isn't just about 
the insane amount of money we are throwing his way. No. Highest played, paid player, MLS, and in mm -hmm. many other places as well. Um, really, really wants to be here. He's, he says, he's sure, it's lovely. He's never been here, but his agent has told him that it's fantastic. Great family city. Exactly. <laughs> that was all about the familia. <laughs> Even though he's a single guy. Um, it's all about Wait, the family They, they introduced his mom to Gino Vanelli. <laughs> <laughs> Black, Black cars. cars do look better than shade. <laughs> He's the Drake of Italian Canadians. <laughs> oh, wild horses cannot out. keep me away from this. <laughs> cannot. Um, so finally we got to hear from uh, our, our pint size acquisition via actually it wasn't it wasn't live it was a tape I believe probably um, in uh, whatever English they quickly taught him to say how much he loved Toronto hey kudos to him he didn't say the MLS oh come on he didn't say that the person who wrote his thing eh? wrote MLS instead well, he, of he read MLS. it well <laughs> sure give me two Italian sentences I could read them Slightly possibly enough. With your that, accent? Uh, sure. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, but I didn't mean to be that loud. <laughs> the accent would be terrible, but they would be grammatically correct as it was written down for me. He had no idea what he was talking about. You'd end it with Fungula no matter what. It's like Antonio Banderas in uh, Mambo Kings. He learned all of his lines phonetically. I think they just fed yeah. uh, Jovinko. Jovince? Do you even like this team? Giovanni. <laughs> Joe Bob? I don't. Seba! <laughs> What's his name again? Uh, Giavatino. Something like that. <laughs> Giavatino. 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 Alright, so is I this... I um, like everybody, including him. <laughs> as ridiculous as the, as the press conference was. And, you know, we, we said earlier, they're just, it's so over the top. TFC just can't... There was a lot of good fun making Absolutely. to be had at that so press conference. So, for entertainment value, miles ahead of Josie's press conference. Sorry, Josie, you're already second best. Oh, yeah, they had the good comedy writers up Exactly. This one. Mm -hmm. um, is this the best signing ever by TFC? Possibly, yes. Hard to say. There's obviously all your anything can happen right. things, which are obviously multiplied over regular clubs by it's TFC, so anything Therefore, can happen. Therefore, how spectacularly can they fuck like this up? Like a handicap. No. So, you know, it's obviously, oh, the amount of money we're paying him, what's his motivation's going to be, you know, once he's, after he's been here for a while and he's obviously at a lower level, there's the refereeing, the style of play, there's all sorts of, you know, just basic culture shock homesickness like Defoe had, who knows. There's many things where it could go wrong, but uh, yes, I would say we would look at this and optimistically, and uh, yeah, there's a lot of good things to like about this. Yeah, the only thing we can do right now is look at it without the potential stink of the future on right. it. And you could argue it's really one of the biggest transfers in league history. Right. Mm. Oh no, it's huge. There, haven't been, there hasn't been one quite like it. Not just in financial outlay, which... 
listen, MLS is not one of the, you know, it's barely a top 10 league in the world. Yeah. Um, Depends on your metric. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you could make some arguments that it cracks the top 10, possibly. And it's growing, but I don't know if it's there yet. But you want to bring this player at this age from where he's coming from right now, it's going to cost that percentage higher than you'd have, you know, than he would have got and would have been paid to stay in Europe. Right. It's just the way it is. So there's no use bemoaning the money because he's not coming here without it. No, well, that's yeah. that's the other mm-hmm. thing is mm-hmm. there's no other way to yeah. get well, a player of this caliber to, here. As opposed to that, how much we overpaid for Altidore. Mm-hmm. This guy had a lot of other options. Probably, you know, sort of Monaco, Fiorentina, probably the English newspapers were saying, oh, Arsenal or Chelsea or whoever. Yeah. Who knows how much of that was actually true or just the agent throwing shit out there. But yeah, this guy had more options, more people willing to pay him. So I, yeah. yeah, this I, guy needed to be overpaid much more than Altidore did. I think at very worst, you could say Fiorentina and Monaco were reasonable rumors. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. So then the question is, um, you know, is there a concern? Shouldn't we be a little bit wary that he's just here for the payday? Well, I mean, who's here for the glory or the fame? Like, it's... It's it's not a league. But we that just went through a, a you know a player for hire yeah. situation with Defoe, and look how spectacularly that turned out. If if you're looking for the fame, this is not the league to be in. This is not. There's four or five or six other leagues that would grant you much more newspaper headlines, TV time. You know, having your name being talked about. MLS and the Italian national yeah, team. MLS TFC are not going to be in those conversations anywhere. Um, so yeah, like why else would he, like, and that's not, that's not a bad thing. I mean, you know, some, you know, you, you can be, you can be a gun for hire and still play your ass off. It's, it's entirely possible. Hopefully. You, you know, yes. I, and I mean, that's, I'm optimistic, you know, I mean, I don't know if he's the best, the best signing, but uh, he may very well be the smartest one ever for this club because he feels a desperate need, uh, in, 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 in attack going forward, but you know that the intersection of the Venn diagram of players that want to be here and can't get work anywhere else. You know, like it's the number of people, the the percentage of players in this league who are thrilled to be here and want to be here, are happy to be here, are like <laughs> no, like it's it's a very 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 small intersection because you either yeah. can't get work elsewhere or you're here for the money because there's no there's no or, real or you're American. Yeah, or, but that's yeah. The, that's the first pile. Yeah, like, yeah. like nobody, you're not going to get. Nobody's going to go. Oh, well, they've you know MLS has got these three guys that are just tearing it up, and they're you know Barcelona's coming in for them, and Real Madrid's coming in for them. That's not going to happen, because those those players have already been picked up by clubs bigger than MLS, and they're already being scouted by the clubs bigger than those clubs bigger than MLS. So I mean, it's. I don't know. Like I'm. I believe it's a gun for hire situation, but I'm not. I'm not offended by it. But I mean, the the danger with that is, you know, he's kind of giving up on, you know, playing for Italy again, or sort of kind of building his career progressively, which he kind of is by taking a step back like this, and he's been given this contract for you know five years, seven million a year, whatever it might be. Where's his motivation to really be playing as hard as he can and improving himself? Because I mean, what what. What's going to happen if he plays really well? He gets a transfer to a different league where he's going to be paid less money mm-hmm. than here. Where, where's the motivation in that? So 
And it depends on the character of the player himself. Yeah, yeah. I, I think that, which I have what, no idea about. Yeah, exactly. but that's what it comes down to, and that's where TFC's failings, and they addressed this slightly today about Defoe. Saying, yeah, they They're didn't do their research. They didn't do their homework. I mean, a million. There was so many people who could have told them about Defoe's mm-hmm. baggage and Defoe, Defoe's uh, personality coming in, and it was out there, and they chose to ignore because they were swept up in the hoopla. Right, the they big, wanted the, the name. Big PR. They wanted the big thing. They wanted I mean, the bloody big. But deal, it does. But... It does come how his Jovinko's um, success or failure comes down to his personality, whether he, like Duncan alluded to, it's whether he's here, and fully embraces. Closer to a Thierry Henry than a Jermaine Defoe, someone who embraces the adventure of North America and, you know, is willing to take on all the peculiarities that come with being an MLS player. Um, if he's closer to that side, it could be, it could end up being quite a steal. Long, long, I mean, okay, not a steal at that money, yeah, but, no, you know. It'll never be a steal, it, it'll but be it a, could be. It could be a good acquisition. Yeah, it if it's closer to someone who is completely fish out of water and just can't adapt to, to such a big change then it'll be a disaster again but and in a couple of years time his agent's gonna be thinking, mm, yeah well let's go get another signing on for you somewhere else mm-hmm. yeah we'll move somewhere else that's 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 fine too i mean that's it's i mean well at the same time no, no, no but at the same time it's fine because the his pay rate is like he's going to be playing against guys who are making less than one percent of what he makes like I thought, the whole Beckham thing was crazy. That he's could be he is starting with somebody who's making one percent of his wage. Yeah. Now you've got a gap even bigger than that. Now you've got a guy who's making less than one percent of his money. Those are the guys that you can't do anything for. They are they are in a stratosphere that a lot of these guys are never going to see and never going to earn. It'd be different if it was the middle of the road guys who are like, oh, you know, like gun for hire in MLS. Like they just float around from team to team. It's like. That's kind of weird because you're, like, wouldn't you rather just get settled and have a career and go to a place where you're appreciated and loved rather than just, I'm going to go to Kansas City for an extra $25,000? But then, like, then what I worry about with stuff like that is that it's not just the team itself, but we are, you know, fairly quickly gaining a reputation of, we will throw money at you um, and try you out. Come here for a year and make a boatload of money, regardless of what we want to do with our team. But it also sort of looks at the guys further down the team. They're not getting any extra money. Um, even if they have potential, even if they're the same age or younger and they're on a development track. There's, some of that has to be looked at, but it's also broader picture. It's a league issue, but that's there's so much wrong with our league monetarily and how contracts are structured. Um, but, you know, everyone talks about the parity of the league. Give me a break. But this... Again, it sets up rule changes on the fly, allocation orders, how do we spend money, how do they bring players in. MLS owns the players, technically, in a weird, bizarre, MLS-y way. I don't know, it's just, again, I don't begrudge anybody making making a buck. Absolutely not. And yeah, we don't know the Christ. character of this guy. Um, mm. Shut up. <laughs> but yeah, sorry, I, I want them to actually want to, not necessarily, like, I know of course he's not going to be like, oh my god, I've always dreamed of playing for Toronto FC in, in North America and MLS. But I hope that there is at least some aspect where there is a challenge, there is an excitement level, instead of just like, you want to give me how much money? Fuck yeah, I'm there. And At the same time, if he came, and this is very hypothetical, and just tore it up, and was playing amazing, and somehow got his name back into the mix of the Italian national team. And two years from now, 
Inter or yeah, someone came along and said, oh, we kind of like to bring him back. And TFC makes a, a tidy little profit on 30-year-old Giovinco and goes, well, you can't really, that's the way football is. Football's Darwinism, right? And we're All below. Right. Sure, but would he go for that? Because I mean, presumably, no matter how well he does yeah. with TFC and everything, if you say, you say Inter Milan, whatever, if they're signing, they're going to want him to fit into their pay scale. Yeah. No. Which is probably going to be, you know, maybe, well, right. You've been doing really well. You're a four or five million dollar player. With no, us. again, it would you're, depend you're on seven million MLS. You're only worth four million over here. Is he, he now suddenly want, want the cachet of playing for Inter Milan and going back home or depends, whatever? I think it depends where his head's at at that time. Yeah, yeah. I mean, how much money do you need to make before you're like happy? But we, but we could never, yeah. we could never be upset for being swallowed by a bigger fish. You know, it's just the no. way it is. That's no, 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 not at all. Like, and honestly, if. Anyway, that would be a good problem to have because that means he'd, he'd be having to play exactly. really well like... for a couple of years. So let's worry about that when it happens. But if, it, let's like, if, if, if any one of us here, like realistically, if anybody, any one of us here was making, we were, we were professional footballers making $2 million a year, $3 million a year, and somebody comes in and says, want to give you double to go play where? And it's not the Middle East, and it's not Something somewhere. to tell you guys is like, Filibuster Podcast offered me $15 a show, so... Fifteen dollars. Fifteen. I've heard. Ben, how much money do you have? I'll do it for five. dollars. That's designated podcast <laughs> money. American dollars. <laughs> oh my god. That's yeah. like that's like a hundred Canadian but dollars now, right? Like, can you can you fault the guy for Duncan? Like, it's just yeah. A, yeah. <laughs> don't don't ask me because my answer is is no. Is, but I'm just what I'm saying is is that this is this is. Where he is at Juventus is the is his you know he's not going to be I don't know if he was he a regular starter or he's just in the mix not or, this year so yeah so I mean so he's looking at he might be thinking all right maybe I'm on a bit of a downturn maybe I need to get out of here maybe he's been thinking I need to get out of Juve which is fine that's that's a that's a totally rational way of thought so some but again then somebody comes in and wants to pay me how much yeah no yeah. It, it was the perfect it's storm. the first world country yeah. I'm going it was the perfect storm for him yeah he knew it was time to go he was you know the club. Has shown no interest in re-upping him, yeah. and there was some interest from other clubs, which drove up that number, no doubt. And then along comes another uh, very desperate club to make something a big splash, and there he is. Okay, so um, the other thing that signing Jovinko uh, brings to the to the table is the fact that he is a DP, of course, and up until. Parts of today's press conference, we we're under the impression that his becoming a TP, DP meant that one of my favorite players, and I realize I'm going to have to say goodbye to him soon, but Andrew Wiedemann. Exactly. Um, <laughs> is that Gil's going to be out the door because currently you can't hold four DPs, no matter what Taylor Twelman says on Twitter. Um, apparently, the league has been told they can only have three. We, we want uh, Jovinko will not be coming a DP until July. Exactly. So. Like I said, this was not revealed until the press mm. conference. Um, I still don't feel, and I, I maybe I'm wrong. I would love to be wrong, although watching him leave at any time will still upset me. Um, I don't think that they're going to keep him around for half a season to have him do well. Find his feet. Be like, all right, I'm scoring. I'm doing good things. July 1. Bye, Gil. That would be a very interesting... That would be hilarious. He would deserve that. He would would drive up his value. Yeah. Unless, of course, he gets traded, which then there's no value. But that's that's the... He has got like 10 goals by July. Altidore is hopeless. (laughs) He just won't go... (laughs) 
Who are they selling off? Yeah, not Altador. Yeah. Regardless. Um, that sounds like TFC, all right. right? <laughs> so, so yeah, they, he they built they this shitty bed. We're going to completely avoid that situation. And no. then you know, obviously, you know, they barely talked about him. He, he they had to force him into <clears throat> force Bez into even mentioning Gil's name during the press conference today. Seriously, seriously, prick. Well, because he's, he's like running through this list of players about you know what we'd like to see on the field, and no mention. Uh, yeah, I've got a great call. There's these three DPs now, yeah. then, you know, it's like Osorio, Hagland as well. There's yeah, one. yeah, exactly. Sure. I'm, I'm, no. like, I'm like, <laughs> say Gil! <laughs> you bastard, at least acknowledge his existence. You know, I, I'm starting to think it would be worth going out to Vaughn just to, to see Gilberto play. <laughs> <laughs> He um, would they don't have DP rules in USL Pro. <laughs> he would tear the USL Pro a new one. <laughs> Rule that league. It's like it's like this this just became a TFC USL (laughs) broadcast. We're gonna go follow that. Um, but so they say that they're entertained. They've got lots of offers for them, which actually doesn't surprise me. I I do believe that there are offers out there, um, both within the league and outside the league. Um, Mm -hmm. Do they, if they're gonna get rid of them? Do they do it now so they can parlay him into some defenders uh, or yeah. another midfielder? Um, with Perky probably coming on board because he terminated his contract with Betis. Betis, yeah. So he's he's just waiting. He's just waiting for his fancy press conference, that, I'm sure. Is that fake Betis? No, it's the real really? one. Oh, okay. <laughs> We don't deal with fake it, Patisse. It must, it must be fake Pakis, though, because the real <laughs> Pakis is faithful and loyal. He's only he's human. He's only human. Uh, he is also human. I'm, for me, I'm just figuring out that there's like the most, there's got to be like this really spectacular way that they're going to screw this up instead of doing something good with it. You know what well, I mean? Well, no, but I think, yeah. I think once I just, you watch that shit. I just hope they don't give him to anyone else in MLS. Yeah, I agree. Sell him on, exactly. then invest the money elsewhere, don't try and trade him, because yeah. that's just going to come back to buy I mean, Absolutely, and, and right away, too. Unless an outstanding deal was offered, which just doesn't happen in trades. Mm. They're always fairly lopsided and weird. There's rarely, everybody wins trades in, in MLS. Yes. Ooh, allocation money. Yeah. Oh, Ooh. Funds. Yeah, exactly. What do you mean? Yeah, yeah DK for that. What's his face? Yep. Just gonna get Everyone's funds. a winner. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if we're going to get funds, then get funds from Mexico. Yeah. Or Brazil again. Wherever. Um, but I, I agree with what Duncan was saying before about it getting done before the season for both sides. Absolutely. They don't want him to do so well and Altador be sputtering and then it's this PR nightmare. And also, too, they wouldn't want. What if he comes out super cold? Yeah. On yeah. The, yeah. On the other, and then yeah. then his value is it drops. Then you're oh looking in MLS instead of a Mexican club suddenly coming and offering big money. Super cold. We're starting the whole season on the road. <laughs> it's gonna be warm by the time he gets back. I know. Um. So yeah, I mean, you know, it's it's hard to judge if it would be a failure or not without seeing what dominoes fall from his. Yeah. Untimely passing. Well, and and I, I do, I, um, and I'm going to, like I said, I'm just assuming he's gone because that's just the way of it. Um, yeah. And I don't see any way, even if they do, and I, w- I will say it'll be a foolish decision if they try to keep him around for half a season. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't see a way for him to happen, either paying it, paying down his salary so he's not a DP, or if MLS... That doesn't seem to work, though. No, it if never does. If they couldn't does. do it with Laba, then I don't see how they do it with him. 
well, no, exactly. So there's there's that. Plus, it doesn't look like the mythical fourth DP spot is going to emerge. No, but even I, if I, it I did, I don't think there anyone. I mean, but he, even if it did, I still don't see them keeping him. What did I they say? They said the league has told them to prepare for three DP. The league isn't going to say anything else when they're no, under CBA that. negotiations. I, I completely understand that, but I think even if they keep, if they get a fourth spot, I don't think they're going to keep him. I, that, I mean, you have a point there. They might be st looking somewhere else anyway. I mean. Which kind of sucks because it seems like guys often need that one year to acclimatize themselves to a new From league. A, exactly. And, and I it, it think would, he it has... Just, yeah, it seems gnawing that, oh, he could maybe break out. And I, I don't think really there's annoying. maybe. I really think he would oh, yeah. if he stayed. If you get Defoe out of his way, he was, without Defoe, he did very well. Mm -hmm. He was still, he had um, far too long dry spells for DP money for that to be happen another year i think you can but forgive it for the first year started scoring no though. it stopped again though i don't, know, I don't think well, there, there was... he he hit the the post or bar more than anybody else in the league mm -hmm. and then i mean he was doing a lot of things well it was just like the little no. really close in things you couldn't do no, right. that sort of thing is surely going to come no i agree and i like him too everyone he's affable everyone who i don't find too many people dislike gilberto I mean, this frustration with him and his mm -hmm. inconsistency, but I, I think that could go. There's, there's always seems to be that one year in a league is the difference for a lot of guys, yeah. yeah. And it would be a shame for him to go and flourish elsewhere. But yeah, I, mean, I, I think I feel what you're feeling. The writing seems on the wall that he's just not in the picture, no matter what. And that, Although and I don't know how they'd spend another, another DP slot on, because you would imagine if there was four, they would use a fourth, because that's in there, kind of. In their nature, yeah. In their yeah. nature, right? Yeah, how, many, not, how much more money can we spend York, splashily? Way, so um, we're not getting that. They throw money at problems. Uh, Rio Ferdinand was going to be looking for a deal. <laughs> <laughs> Surely Silvestri wants to come back to the league. Sure. <laughs> Montreal just like, sent some DP, like 29 year old from Belgian Belgium. international, yeah, yeah. And then, well, central I mean, defender. That's also, too, that's, that's, coach. that's something we forget about uh, Jovinko, too. He needs to stay in the league until he's about 34 or 35, so Montreal can sign him. Oh, yeah, that's, that's a good point. true, yes. We are. Oh, we're, we're Montreal's like retirement feeder club. Is that what's going to happen? De burn. De burn. So, through all this way, you know, I brought up Perky and I brought up, we've talked about the defense a lot and the lack of proper defensive signings so far with the team. Uh, like, clearly we that. We signed Mark Bloom. <laughs> That will solve all our problems. Mm. Desperately need another center back. Uh, whether or not the whole Damien Perky thing comes through, like that's got to be their focus. And it's been a little concerning that they haven't talked about it much. As much as they talk about the fact that we need to get better pieces and surround the new stars with better players, they're still not doing it. Well, it was useless. I mean, it was it was talk. I mean, it's probably not worth the you know, mouth it came out of about needing 11 starters yes. and not having two good guys and a bunch of mopes around them. Right. But, you know, yeah, it has to be put into action. But it was interesting to hear it for the first time. I don't know. I don't remember ever hearing it from TFC. Oh, we might need 11 good guys. <laughs> we, should, we should think about, we should consider that as our option yeah. this year. Yeah. yeah. So whether that turns into action it'd be fantastic if it does I'll, I'll wait and see but I mean for me without two more starting defenders yeah MLS quality defenders it doesn't matter who they have up front this team will bleed goals just like any other time and they'll be a failure 
We need another. We need defensive mid. Um, I'm not as as. I mean, it would be nice, but I as far as no, I, I I agree. But for me, the back line. <laughs> Relate to you. It's a bigger fire. The back line is is the is the, oh, no, is the primary fire. Yeah, and then yeah. yeah, mid mid defensive mid. You could probably swing a deal in within the league to improve on that position. I think. As far as defenders go, uh, whether no, it's within the league or from without, I think I don't know. There's there's good defenders in this league. I just don't know if they can pull off the deals. I don't know if we have the assets to get right. those players. Yeah, I mean, you said centre back. Ideally, we'd be getting a right back in as well because that's yeah. right. No, right no, I, no, I mean yeah, two exactly. defenders. Like those, yeah. two defenders. Two defenders. A centre back yes. and yeah, and another. Right now, yeah. it's like Mike Bloom and then Craval or this Ugh. Sharpie guy. No. And it's, yeah, it's just a nightmare right there. You know, ideally, you know, we can get somebody else in that. Ideally, someone that'd be better than Bloom, and Bloom yeah. can be the backup. That's what I, yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, no disrespect to moderately no. compensated Mark Bloom, but um, <laughs> yeah, he'd be great as your depth option. Yeah. time for one ask vmp question this week uh it is from Dwayne on the twitter's 24th minute his question for the panel is josie is close to josie and josie and the pussycats star tara reed is tara reed behind josie's signing <laughs> yes. sorry sorry voice of our generation tara reed is Absolutely. she behind josie's signing it's obvious isn't it um I, actually american pie come exactly. on exactly that's who went um, to let's, meet him. That's what we're turning the team him. into. Yes. Let's not let's not forget the obvious connection of Dwayne DiRosario Dawson, who played the drummer in that. Oh, very wow. nice. Yeah. Crush wow. That. wow. Ring the bell. That. that. <laughs> and with that, we're out. No outros. <laughs> Jermaine Defoe's a pussycat. That what? <laughs> he wants to too soon. <laughs> Yeah. All right. Well, that is all of that's all we have this week. I can't think of a better way to end it. Um, <laughs> come back next week when uh, I'm sure we'll talk about more of these very same things and potentially a new defender or two or none. three or, or none. none. You never know. It's TFC land. Uh, but coming back to join us next week, as always, will be Mr. Duncan D. Fletcher on the Twitter. I will be back. Hello. <laughs> Uh, at the Yorkies 1812, it's Tony Walsh. Hello as well. At Mark with a K, not a C, <laughs> Mr. Mark Hinkley. Thanks for the help. Hey, what's up? And uh, as for me... Hey, girl. Same. <laughs> Ooh, girl. Ooh. <laughs> Saying hey there to all you fine folk out in podcast land. I'm at Casey Knowles on the Twitters. And until next week, Toronto, get used to it.
Fagundes. It was in response to, ah, of course you paid a premium. No, again, can't be helped. Fair enough, but don't try and tell us it's not happening. That's, yeah. that's, do you even like this team? I know, like, I, I said, out of all do, the... Do you even support, bro? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> do you tweet, bro? Stop looking perplexed. Who's the prodigal son? Oh, oh I was else. thinking of a TFC. Yeah. Then no. Jay Chapman? I was thinking of MLS. Then Adakora's back? Guess who's back? Adakora was back. Adakora was back. Adakora was back. He's still crap. We're going to fuck him up for a third time. I know, that was great. That bridge is still partially standing. But now it's just down to his character. No. You know, is he gonna be hey, I've made it and eh, I'm at a low level, I don't really need to give it my hundred percent or is he gonna be going out there and trying to do his best? Is, Hopefully he is, but is he we'll hey or is he oh yes. that's what it comes down to. Pretty much, yes. And that's your scouting report. <laughs> Castrol. <laughs> Castrol. Castrol Unico. <laughs> I hope he gets that sweet uh, pasta eating uh, thing yeah. that uh, Andrea Lombardi uh, oh, no, no, used to get. Yeah. Oh my god, the Primo Pasta commercial. Primo Pasta. <laughs> <laughs> and Primo Pasta. Cut. Cut. <laughs> <laughs> Primo Pasta. Good job, Andrea. Good job. Good job. Good job. I go to New York now. <laughs> I don't play basketball mm -hmm. there either. How you say brick? <laughs> I built house, yes. <laughs> I'm turning Russian. <laughs> Personally, I would have thought it way more entertaining if you went with Aquaman and a narwhal, but you could pick on which one's but which. I have no idea what you mean by that. Narwhaltador. <laughs> yes. Wow, alright. I know, I, was, I, was, I was still expecting, I was expecting like, the Doug to keep on. going. No. <laughs> That's not your way at all. No. I have nothing if not a pro. We just give them, we give them enough. <laughs> we don't give them more than they.